0: welcome sunshines to my second podcast on the moon i'm so excited to be doing this topic today because i've always felt connected to the moon ever since i was a child i've always loved the moon so this is a very exciting topic to me um i just wanted to take a moment to thank you guys for listening to my first podcast and giving me such amazing feedback it really meant a lot to me and It was amazing to see how many people actually watched it. Um, So I'm really excited to come out with this one. And I hope you guys continue to listen. Give me feedback. Let me know if you have any ideas or questions for any of my podcasts. I always love to hear from you guys. So let's get into it. Um, So basically I want to get into some basic facts that we probably learned um, back in elementary school days about the moon. So the moon is seen as a reflection of the sun, hence why we see it in different phases as it orbits around us. And then the moon affects the rise and the fall of the tides and the moon is basically a giant rock. And then we have the moon phases. The new moon, the waxing crescent, the first quarter, the waxing gibbous, the full moon, the waning gibbous, the last quarter, and the waxing crescent. And I just wanted you to keep all this in mind because it's going to help you um when I go over things um, throughout this podcast today. And it's just good to keep in mind. It'll help you understand more, I feel. And yeah, let's get into it. So the moon, the, the new moon is great for setting intentions um, and new beginnings. The Waxing Crescent is a time to bring your creative side out, and it's also a time for beginnings. Um, the first quarter is for taking action for things you want to do. And then we have the Waxing gibbous and this is all about developing um, whatever you want to get done. So great period for that. The full moon is all about charging, cleansing, releasing, whatever is in your way. Then we have the waning gibbous, which is undoing bindings. The last quarter, which is breaking habits, banishing things. And the waxing crescent, which is all about balance, success, and wisdom. The new moon is great for reflecting shadow work and attention setting. And what do I mean by that? Like reflecting from the previous month, what... What changes can you make what what things worked for you what do you want to keep in your routine um intention setting and like setting goals for yourself um I like to write down a list of goals fold it up in a paper and put it under my pillow and then reflect back on to it in like a month or so and then shadow work shadow work is so important on healing your inner child um my friend just told me that she's ready to get into it Um, and I was like, hey, the new moon is coming up, so that's a great time to do it. And I gave her a little meditation for that. Um, during the waxing period, it's a great time for attracting love, wealth, and personal development. So if you're trying to attract, um, money or goals or even that special someone, a great time to, um, go through with that. Um. And, like, you don't have to do these things during these moon phases. It just... It helps. It's a great time for it. Um... And the full moon is great for charging things, healing, deviation, and to boost spells and manifestation. So, charging things like your crystals, moon water, anything that you want to, um, be charged by the moon. Um... And then we have healing, so releasing anything that's been bottling up inside you is a great, it's a great time for that. I like to take a piece of paper and write down whatever is holding me back and then um, light it on fire. And then the faster um, it burns, it's that's a sign telling you, okay, like this, this was meant to get rid of. And then, like, if it's burning slower or going out, then it's, like, maybe you don't need to get rid of this and maybe you should think more on it, which I think is pretty cool. And you also can burn things for manifestation as well, but I like to just, like, burn things I want to get rid of. Um, Then deviation, I like to do um, tarot tarot card pulls um, during the moon cycle just because um it helps guide me on what direction I want to go or what is to come and then for my little witches out there boost the spell under the full moon just be careful because certain spells need to be done under certain moon phases um and also make sure you're doing it um in a protective state like you're you you're doing it safely um when you're doing that, I did uh I did a money spell recently, which was pretty cool um and then I recently did on the full moon a uh, energy spell because I was lacking energy, and I feel like that really helped me and then manifestation's a great it's a great time to enhance your manifestations, and you can even put out the piece of paper to be charged by the moon as well. I like to do that I like to put it out there and also um give your gratitudes never always remember to give gratitude um and waxing is good for getting rid of things that are not bringing you any good so like bad habits and stuff like that things that you just need to stop doing basically that are preventing you from being your full true self and achieving your goals basically so yeah um to keep up with um the different moon cycles and stuff that's going on with the moon i like to use the app called moonly um to stay up to date it gives you a lot of information which is awesome like i feel like whenever i go on the app i learn something new i didn't know there were so many things that correlated with the moon and there's like like today i was on there and there was like five different things that i was reading i was like wow this is so cool and my favorite part about it it gives you it sends you a little reminder for your daily affirmation. And I always feel like when I click on it it's just something that I need to hear. So that's pretty cool. So if you're into um if you're into that and you want to get into it, I highly rem- recommend the app called Moonly. Um and then let's get into our full moons. I wanted to share our full moons of 2021. So in January we had our f- wolf moon, in February we had the snow moon, March was the warm moon, April was the pink moon, May was the flower moon, and June was the strawberry moon. You probably saw me do posting on Instagram about the strawberry moon. Um I did my little ritual. And I also think I gave you um a couple of, like updates and insights about it too because i was very excited that was a very powerful moon um yeah um and then this month coming up we have the buck moon and then august we have the Surgeon moon september we had the harvest moon october we had the blood moon november was the frost moon and december is the cold moon So basically, the Native Americans came up with the names for these recurring moons so they could keep track with the seasons. And so a lot of people think that the name of the moon has to do with what it looks like or what color the moon will be, but that's not true at all. I remember um, when I was a freshman in college when people were like, oh, the blood moon's going to be out in October we were all like oh wow it's gonna be like a red moon we have to go out and see it and then it just ended up being like a normal moon so and people thought about that thought that when i talked about the strawberry moon as well so i just wanted to keep that a little reminder but some people do see from where you depending where you are they can see like a certain type of tint with the moon but it doesn't really necessarily have to do with um the name of the moon So, Friday, July 9th, the new moon is in Cancer, and, which is awesome about that, um, the sun is also in Cancer, um, so Cancer is definitely going to be affected by that, which is crazy, so, um... Yeah, if you don't already know this, um the moon the moon and the sun do not line up together when it comes to the signs, but um this moon just so happens to line up together. Um so during this um Cancer season, you might be feeling a little heightened scent sense of emotions and emotional balance um this new moon is a good time to focus on your long-term goals um reflect your old ways and see if you can make any changes where you want to be now and the main focus is just all about independence and long-term benefits so whatever projects or things you want to get done go through with it Best time to do it. So I hope that helps you guys a little bit. Um, Because the new moon gives you the energy to basically put in the effort of your ideas and go forth with what you want to do. And I think that's really important. I even feel that sometimes, like sometimes I'll be so unmotivated, and then like this time will come up and I'll just have that little burst of motivation which is so awesome and it's and it's really crazy because like sometimes like I won't even be knowing what I'm doing like I'll just like feel like something it'll be something that I need to do and I feel like the universe is kind of guiding me to do whatever I need to do after like I've been in a slump like I'll be in a slump for a couple days and then just wake up and be like wow let let's get this done do this this and that and it's and it's really awesome. Like, this one time, I was, like, going through a hard time. And then, like, I had, like, this, like, kind of, like, a reflection in the shower where, like, I was just, like, talking to myself and the universe. And, like, I just, like, had a breakthrough. And that happens from time to time. And I don't know where it comes from. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. So, for my crystal babies, um... Here are some crystals that are good for the new moon. So we have clear quartz, which is to clear away last month's energy and set new intentions. And then we have labradorite, which is to boost your confidence and your dreams. This is so important because like if you're not confident in what you want to do how do you expect to put it out there and be successful you need that confidence so if you're lacking confidence and need that little extra boost for your dreams get that um also rose quartz and rose quartz is not to bring you a significant other it's to it's for yourself love love it's a good reminder to love yourself And I feel like that's so misconstructed, especially with, like, a lot of crystals on TikTok trending right now. And I've been holding back. I think I made one post about it on Instagram. It's really been bothering me a little bit how people are like, get this crystal, because I just had three guys ask me out the day I bought it. Like, I mean, a crystal can do that, but I'm pretty sure you're lying or not saying you're lying but like I'm pretty sure like it's not that's if you're not meant to meet someone it's just not gonna happen so like buy it buy a crystal that speaks to you not that you see online when you go to the crystal shop pick out the one that you're drawn to and then I recommend selenite to help with good judgment which is always a good start when going through with new ideas, plans, projects. So yeah. Sorry to go on that little rant, by the way. It just it's been frustrating me for a while because like I keep seeing posts about it and like people coming to me, they're like, I just bought this crystal and like, yeah, I'm happy like I'm happy that you're getting into crystals but but you don't you don't need a crystal to bring you a boyfriend, like <laughs> Or you don't need to manifest a boyfriend. Like, it's going to come to you. But there's so much more power that you could use it for. what which, which I'm getting at, I get. Like, I keep this rose quartz around my neck. It's for my self-love. It's for my spiritual journey. I have put it around my neck to just remind myself to love myself. And help me get through everything that I'm going through. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to do a podcast more on crystals if you so if you guys have any questions about that let me know so I can put it in my podcast when I'm ready to put that out but I haven't decided when yet because I'm still learning a lot about crystals all right and so I know a lot of you are wondering about my moon rituals because I do post it on Instagram or and I talk about it a lot but um so, basically, what I do for my moon rituals, it's a good time for me to just take some time, not only for myself, but, like, to focus on things in my life that that are kind of, like, subconscious. So, I kind of get out my goals or things I need to get rid of, and I journal about it. Um, I like to, as I said before, like, I like to do tarot card readings to get some direction um I make moon water um so basically I cleanse a jar and I put some water in it and then sometimes I'll put um what is it called Him- pink Himalayan salt or like rosemary or whatever I feel like I want to add into my water to enhance it like I'll add in there and sometimes I'll put a crystal on top and I'll I'll lay it out as I'm as I'm doing my ritual um and things you can use moon water for are like plants, manifestations, spell work, um baths um you can even drink it if you want i don't drink it um i just don't feel it's something that you should be drinking but it's also not going to kill you at the same time um what else um, I like to charge my crystals in my moon ritual. I like to meditate I like to do self care um so I usually do my moon rituals either in the new moon or the full moon. so in the new moon, I like to set my goals and attention and intentions, and it's very helpful because it like kind of like sets where I want to be and helps me with my progress and even if you're not into the moon rituals, I just recommend doing it once a month, writing your goals out and then like coming back to it in a month and seeing how far you have come because there will be things that I've written about that I don't even remember, but I got it done and I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. And sometimes I'll find pages from like months ago that I never went back on and it's be like, wow, I I did all of that. <laughs> I was like, and I'll be like, good job. <laughs> Um, and then for the full moon, I usually, I do, I do manifestation on both of them. Um, mostly more on the full moon. Um, but also I like to release anything, anything that I feel is holding me back and I want to get rid of, and I might not know how to get rid of it. So, um... So basically, um I'll write it down. I think I already said this. And I'll and I'll just like light that paper on fire and it's kinda soothing. And it helps you like just be like, This is not what I need anymore and let go. It's good to let go of things that are preventing you from your goals. Um and yeah, um there's no right or wrong way to do your moon rituals, and you don't have to do it every time the moon is full or new. I don't always do it; I do it when I feel I need to do it or I want feel I want to do it um but it's it's really helpful, especially especially if you want to get into shadow work um the new moon is as I said before is great for shadow work healing your inner child um I try to journal as often as I can and that's a great time to like journal and reflect um so and you can just go on to Pinterest and look up um little journal prompts to do too to help you with that if that's something you're into um yeah and next i have a special treat for you guys as i said in my instagram story um this is something i think is really cool and i like to look into i like to see how the moon is going to affect me and my zodiac sign so i did a little research for you guys and this is why i wanted to get the podcast out a little bit early because I'm going to start doing the podcasts on Saturdays coming out with them, but I did this one early this week just because I wanted um, you to hear about the new moon in case you wanted to do any of these rituals or so you can um, reflect on what I'm about to tell you. Um, And even if you're seeing this after the new moon, check to see if yours if that was true for you so how the zodiacs will be affected by the new moon and cancer cancer obviously you're gonna be affected because the moon and the sun are in your season right now so it's gonna be a little intense for you but i know you got this but also capricorn aries leo aquarius taurus and scorpio will be affected most at the most intense degree um while also virgo and pisces will be affected but not as intense it's going to be a more calm degree so let's get into it aries you may be inspired to start a new project and i say go for it but when it comes to romance i say Stay clear from it for now because it's not looking good for you. Not that it's not going to work out. It's just you're going to hit a lot of road lump, bumps and be discouraged. So just just keep focusing on yourself for now. Taurus. It seems like you're very popular this month and social and everyone wants to make time with you, which might get on your nerves a little bit because you just want some time for yourself and that's okay take some time for yourself learn to say no to a couple people you know you it's okay to take time for yourself and yeah gemini honey oh honey focus on your expenses be careful before making any rash decisions don't blow your money on something you might regret later i know it might seem nice now But maybe focus on other things, other goals for yourself. All right. Cancer. Trust yourself. Don't do things just to please others. Make sure you're doing it for yourself and making the right choice. Listen to your intuition. Leo. Leo. It's time to move on. You are having a hard time turning the page when it comes to romance. You need to focus more on the future to make more exciting change to come. You are the roadblock in your goals right now. You are focusing too much on love. Damn. Virgo. Go for the project or task you want to work on. I see you making big changes. So if there's anything that you've been wanting to do for a while and you just haven't put the effort into doing it, I say go for it. Do it. You you are going to be very successful in that. Libra, Romance may look good for you, but also go for what you desire. It's time for big changes. So maybe you want to pursue a certain relationship, but don't let that hold you back from doing what you want to do. Like, learn how to focus on the balance of things. Scorpio. Expect change in love may happen. And it might leave you frustrating, to be honest. Take a little time for yourself. Maybe do a spa weekend. Go on a trip. Don't let it get you down because it is not worth it. Sagittarius. This is not a good time for starting new things for you. It probably won't go as planned. It might not be meant for you right now. So just let it go. And when the time is right, and if it's meant to be, it will it will go through. Capricorn, you may be feeling overwhelmed and insecure. And you have so many people who love and support you. So don't be afraid to reach out to those people around you. you. You're going to be okay, okay? Aquarius, your heart and mind are at battle right now. Maybe a time to sit down and figure out a solution of what is troubling you. You got this. You got this. Just, you know what's right. You just need to finally sit down and figure that stuff out. Pisces. Listen to your gut. You are taking time for yourself, but it is your nature to help others. Do what feels right to you. I feel like I'm a Pisces and I feel like that is so true to me like I always focus on others and put myself last and I think I mentioned it in my other podcast I am trying to put myself first more because I feel like that's most important and that's been a struggle for me because I'm not used to it I like I like helping others I and I feel like that's why I'm here on earth is to help and hear others and that's why i'm making this podcast but i'm trying to find a balance and kind of putting my priorities first and it's a little bit of a challenge but i'm getting there all right the last segment is the q and a so a few people had some questions and so i'm going to answer them so One of my friends asked um, about how the moon affects you emotionally. She said that she feels very drained and emotional. She also gets headaches the day of the full moon. And um, by the next day, it's like it's all gone. It feels released. And yeah, like, the moon definitely affects people emotionally. And it makes sense because the moon literally affects the tide so how can we not believe that even if we don't have anything that backs this up like how can we not say it doesn't affect us because if it can affect the tides it can affect our emotions as well um and if you ever heard um how the police are always more out on the night of the full moon because that's when all the crazy people come out like um that's true like it it affects you emotionally it affects me um you might feel disruptive you might feel erratic um a lot of people feel tired too they can't sleep as right I I think sometimes I can't sleep right um it can make you feel more anxious and emotional um I know the last full moon we had I wasn't feeling so hot um it was pretty rough for me and even after a couple of days after the full moon i still felt the effects you can, you can even feel it two two days before and two days after and i i know i definitely do feel it especially if you're an empath and you have good intuition and you're very spiritual i i don't doubt that it affects you um and basically um what i recommend is to just kind of take some time to yourself even find out what what you need to release because the full moon is all about releasing things so release what what is hurting you and preventing you from being your best self and you can journal about it meditate um do some self-care just take care of yourself take care of your body I think that's very important during that time um and don't feel bad for feeling um emotional too because we can't control it and sometimes I just need to let myself feel it out and that's the best thing you could do for yourself um I do also recommend trying that um The journaling that I recommended, um, that I was talking about before that you just like write down and then like burn whatever you need to release. It's, it's very therapeutic, especially the burning part. (laughs) So yeah, I hope that helps you. And if you have any more questions, just DM me and I'll be happy to help you. Um, and then we have the dark side of the moon. So, this was one of my coworkers who asked about it, and while we were talking about it at work, my other coworker was like, "Oh, you're gonna do a podcast on Pink Floyd," and I was like, "That's a really cool idea, but like no, the actual dark side of the moon unfortunately, I couldn't find much on the dark side of the moon um besides the fact that it's not actually dark, it's just the far side of the moon that we have never actually seen um so yeah." The other side of the moon receives sunlight and goes through phases just like the side that we see. It's just that because of tidal locking, we, we don't see the other side of the moon ever, um, which is pretty interesting. Um, the only people who have ever seen the other side of the moon is the people who actually landed on the moon and explored it. There are people who believe that there is other life and other things on the other side of the moon. But there's no... There's no evidence to actually back that up. But I'm not saying they're wrong. There could be. We don't know what's on the other side. And I think that's really that's a really cool conspiracy. Um, to be honest, I have never really thought about what's on the other side of the moon. Um, I've just always thought of the moon as that one side. But that that's really cool and if i find more i will put it into my next podcast because i'm going to be doing a second podcast on the moon that's going to be dealing with the full moon um because i have so much i want to talk about but i don't want to like exhaust you guys with everything so yeah good question i like that one and another quick good question i had was the symbolism of the moon so basically like each phase and cycle represents a different symbol and what kind of like helps you through that phase but also the moon is just a very feminine symbol while also being like a symbol for our hidden emotions um basically our shadow self um things we repress our feelings um stuff that we we kind of like hide in a sense and it's kind of like the opposite of the sun because the sun is a masculine energy which is brings out like our best shining selves and our and like our true personalities and the stuff we let other people see um so i think that's really cool like i always thought the moon as the yin and the yang um and it's kind of funny to me because finding out that the, I only found out a year ago, I think, um, that the moon was feminine, because I've always felt the moon was a masculine energy, and, um, the sun was the feminine energy, and I actually, um, had a whole discussion with one of my, um, friends, me and him, like, had, were, like, like, deep, like, I was, like, no, like, that can't be, like, we, we, <laughs> we debated about it for, like, 30 minutes until I actually, actually looked it up and I was like, damn. <laughs> but, like, yeah, um, so. But, yeah, um, that's the symbolism of the moon, is feminine energy and, um, basically our repressed emotions, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and also, um, yeah so thank you guys for listening um let me know um what you want to hear next because i'm not sure what i want to start next week um thank you for listening um you guys have a great weekend love you guys